0: What's up? Welcome to Movie Dumpster Season 5, Episode 16. Today we're talking about Scared to Death from 1980, directed by William Malone, and Syngenor from 1990, directed by George Elangian Jr. I'm Joel Escola. And I'm Sean O'Rourke. Welcome to The Dumpster. So we're finally here. I feel like the past couple episodes we've been like we've been talking about <laughs> this forever, and here it is. Wait, oh, yeah, it's yeah. coming. Uh, it's between Good Burger even, and honestly, alligator is another one that comes dude, to mind. Alligator, uh, Good Burger, yeah. Ghoulies three. We're knocking them off the uh, the old uh, block. Pinocchio's Revenge was the last one we just did. Yes, that we've been talking about for a while. But this one in particular, uh, we've mentioned a bunch. Um, our good friend is with us today. Mr. Sinjin Yes, here. you finally said good friend about something and I'm actually agreeing Uh, in the past. It's been some directors. I'm not really a fan of. Oh, well, there are good friends. Jeff Burr comes to mind. Jeff Burr is a close personal friend. uh, Not of mine. Myself. But I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. He's like an uncle that visits all the time, you know? But he's drunk usually, right? He's drawing those (laughs) blood wings on the wall. Maybe not Gary Busey level. Thank God for that. Uh, yeah, this is true. Uh, but yeah, uh, the Sinjinor monster. Yes. Uh, and we're doing something a little different here today. Mm-hmm. We're actually covering two movies. Uh, can you explain to the Dumpster Rollers why that is, Joe, if they're not uh, familiar already with this franchise? This is like peanut butter and chocolate, man. You can't have one without the other. Right? I can see it. I okay. can see it. Now, uh, uh, scared to death. Is the precursor to syngenor Now right. now Ten years prior. Ten years prior. Now this is a a situation where it's very akin to something like Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Oh okay. Not necessarily the same, same, but kind of it kind of falls within the realm of what's going on there. Okay. Now we're gonna get into it, but Scared to Death and syngenor clearly share from both of these covers the same monster. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into uh, how how they differ and what happened, and how how Sinjinor is not necessarily a sequel to Scared to Death, but more like a spiritual successor, i.e., Evil Dead versus Evil Dead Two okay. kind right. of thing, yeah, yeah, where yeah. Evil Dead Two is essentially the same movie but beefed up. Well, we, yeah, for lack of a better term, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're very similar in 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 that in that uh, respect, where Scared to Death has a much more serious kind of gritty tone, whereas Sinjohor it's unhinged but it's also it has it's, a very heavy comedy yeah, dark comedy yeah. thing going on especially compared to the original i mean i guess evil yeah. dead maybe has still a little bit of comedy thrown in there but two ramps it up big time yeah but but like you do a twelve. but evil De- but the first evil dead movie is very much straightforward horror i mean there is some comedy but i, I mean, get what you're saying is my point yeah, yeah part yeah. two it goes fucking crazy yes. with like the three stooges shit and all that kind of stuff I love it. So with that being said, let's jump right into this. We're talking about Scared to Death from 1980, directed by William Malone. Yes. Okay. Also written by... And uh, Creature Effects by by William Malone. Yes. Uh, he also wrote it with some, uh, uh, I believe his name was something short, not Martin Short. <laughs> uh, Matt I, Clifford. I, I'm, I'm, it was like a, he came up with the original story or whatever. But William Malone, yes, he did all of the effects for the first movie and created and sculpted the Sinjinor, uh monster in the suit and everything. I want to talk a little bit about William first. So, uh, you know, he worked for Don Poe Studios and he is the man he was elite he was the lead sculptor for Don Post Studios and he was the man responsible for the William Shatner Halloween <sighs> mask that was taken and modified by Tommy Lee Wallace for the original 1978 Halloween wow which on a weird aside that we're not going to really get into till later, there's actually another Shatner connection in this series. Yes. Uh, but that's kind of cool. I, yeah. That's cool to know. I thought that was pretty fucking incredible. I mean, the, the man was responsible for something that ter- was turned into something super iconic. Uh, yeah. You know? and, and it's been very hard to replicate. In fact, it, if if it's the same guy there was like on one of the more recent Blu-rays, I want to say... A, a short documentary of him recreating that mask. If it, if it was William Malone. Yeah, well, I think Tommy Lee Wallace was the one who, oh, maybe. Okay, who took yeah, the Shatner yeah. mask. And he, usually Tommy Lee Wallace, Tommy Lee Wallace is, a, is attributed to doing the spray paint and, like, right. cutting out the eye holes and taking the sideburns off and shit like that. Oh, I get what you're saying. He did the actual Shatner mask. He did the oh, actual okay. Shatner mask that was released for Don Post. You said that, and my brain immediately just assumed yeah. you're talking about, okay, I yeah, got yeah, you yeah, now, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. you now. Not the hot... You get, yes. where, you get where I'm yes. coming from. Though? Yes, right. I understand. <laughs> You're like I the refre- Shatner mask. I'm like the one from Halloween <laughs> one. Well, yes, it is. Yeah. But this the Shatner mask that was modified okay, okay. for Halloween one. That's actually like a really cool piece of trivia. Well, the only thing to come close that you said. Oh, we haven't had a good Myers mask since. The only one to come close to that was Justin Mabry's uh, Halloween mask, and that's the Creep seventy eight that Justin okay. Mabry had made. The one that's hanging up. That's signed by everybody up there. Um, Justin Mabry is a fucking awesome dude. Excellent sculptor. Works for Trick or Treat Studios. Oh, okay. Who sponsored our um, Magic Mayhem and Little Rubber Monster show? They hooked us up with that Ghoulie and did the, the Trick or Treat Movie Club. If you're not following them, and if you're not signed up for that, go do that right now. There's a bunch of great people doing awesome stuff. And if you want to watch that show, it's now on Patreon for five and ten dollars tiers. Sure if you is. missed it, yeah, in, in its full glory. Yeah, what a great time that was. Um, but uh, but yeah, so Justin Avery now works for Trick or Treat Studios. Um, because he's amazing i just thought that was a funny connection because like also william malone works now for trick-or-treat studios wow so full this, circle so so <laughs> i was going to th- talk out. about this a little bit later but i might as well just get out of the way because yeah, he brought yeah. that up but um he this mask was released by trick-or-treat studios i think the tag yeah i still got the tags on here um and this is a pull from the original molds from scared to death wow so this is like Sinjinor Sinjinor. This is not a resculpt, That's which is cool. pretty fucking cool, man. Um, I don't think you can get this one anymore, but uh, I was I'm a big fan of these of these movies, so I had I snagged it like <laughs> years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's directed a bunch of stuff, um, namely Creature from 1985 with Klaus Kinski. I heard that he actually did that. Uh, if I if I remember reading that correctly, instead of Sinjinor Singenor two. Well, well, right. Technically, well, yeah. So. I'm going to get to that in a, oh, okay. and just, oh, okay. just in a second. Hold I just want to go through these his yeah, credits yeah, yeah. real quick because um so he so he does creature in 1985, which was originally titled Titan Find. OK, now what's cool about that is, is not we have uh, we have the Vinegar Syndrome uh, Blu-ray of uh, Scared to Death here, but they also released Creature, a.k.a. Titan Find or Titan Find, a.k.a. Creature on Blu-ray. And it looks amazing. It's awesome. OK, definitely check it out if you haven't seen it yet. But he also does episodes of Freddy's Nightmares. Mm. He does a couple episodes of Tales from the Crypt. Um, He has an episode of Masters of Horror that we kind of have. Okay. I don't know if you've seen any of those episodes. I haven't, right? but I'm familiar with it because I've listened to, like, Mick Garris's podcast and yeah. he did stuff for it, so it's come up before. Yeah, Mick It, Garris- it looks interesting. Yeah, it's awesome. It's uh, all different directors, from what I understand. We should tackle that. Maybe, what do you guys think? You, what, Patreon series of Masters of Horror? What do you think? I, I would love that. Let's do it. But he does fair uh, The Fair-Haired Child, or Fair-Haired Child. Mm-hmm. That's his contribution to okay. the Masters of Horror uh, uh, seasons. But he also directs the Haunted Hill remake for for Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So he's doing that, and then he makes his... F- so since Scared to Death, he made a, an original film, like his first original film since Scared to Death, I believe, was Fear.com he also directed that sounds really familiar yeah um i always remember that cover and it's really creepy because it's like it almost looks like a tourist trap kind of face on the front it's all glitchy and it looks like a vhs or like a shitty computer screen and it's like this woman with like no eyes do you remember if it's any good i've never actually seen it but the name jumps out at me i cannot remember Mm -hmm. it might be worth it going back to check it out i'm curious the name's already got me my my mind thinking again I, i mean i think i think i think william malone is a master of atmosphere Okay. Big time. So I think I think if, if anything else, if nothing else, that movie is probably just a uh, cozy. If anything, <laughs> yeah, the warm blanket of the fire. No, 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 the fucking warm blanket of the creepy, yeah. oh, uh, okay. the creep factor. Right. Um, Obviously. So yeah, and then you know he, and then we just talked about how he did all this sculpting for uh, uh, the Signor mask and suit and things like that. Um, <laughs> I used to have this mask when we first moved in here. I kept I kept all my masks like on. Uh, uh, supports and had hmm. like them all full of stuff so they wouldn't get all fucked up like in a box somewhere so they were all they would all be set up um but this one has like if you can see it has like the reflective silver eyes oh yeah so i i have it in this room when like this was all just like boxes and shit when we first moved in oh. I used to scare the shit out of my wife julie uh she, every time because the bathroom's over yeah, there yeah. so every time she'd come down and come back out she would see fucking mr singin staring oh, at her oh my god scare the shit out of her she fucking hated it like, Michael Myers coming at her right? <laughs> through the shadows, <laughs> appearing out of nowhere. Is this your first time watching either of these? Both, yeah. Back to back. Really? Yeah, never saw either of them. Both back to back. Um, I hadn't seen Scared to Death until, like, way later. And that I found this tape, the Scared to Death tape, because I, I didn't know about Scared to Death. All mm-hmm. I only knew about Synginor. Hmm. Because Scared to Death is one of those obscure ass movies. Really? Th- yeah, like if you don't I, I, I feel guess like that way like a Vinegar Syndrome picked it up. <sighs> yeah, I, it's one of those things like if you don't if you don't know about it on tape or or you're not in like the 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 hard to find like horror circle or sure. whatever. I mean, it's not like it's not like super super rare but like you've never heard of it. No, I mean, I mean, to be fair, I haven't heard of a lot of the movies we cover, but the movies we cover like the Kindreds or the Sucklings. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I go to two dead baby yeah. or uh, mutant baby, I, I should say, <laughs> uh, 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 movie specifically. But those are the kind of movies I think of when I think of like a or like a movie that's just most people probably wouldn't have heard of it for any reason, no reason in particular. It's just it never made it into their uh, on their TV, let's say, their Pantheon and stuff. And and here's the thing Syngenor comes out on DVD. The, I think this DVD is from like 2003. Hmm. Now, that's how I first heard about it, so I didn't see either of these movies until I saw Sinjinor. Okay. And I saw Sinjinor. And the the reason I came across that is because there used to be this website. I don't know if it still exists, um, but it was like upcoming horror DVDs or upcoming horror movies.com or some shit like that. Um, and I used to go through the lists and they used to have release dates for all the discs. And I had a friend who worked at Suncoast at the time, Suncoast video in uh, Ocean County mall. Right. Yeah. Her, her name was Chris. And I'd go to her and I would like give her a list of shit. Do you remember me doing that vaguely? I have remember you, you buying came... a lot at a time. Have yeah, you yeah, yeah. you you've been there with me yeah. where I've, like, I like picking up fucking groceries or some <laughs> shit, right? Like lay the fucking like receipt out and be like, "Yeah, here to pick up." And she would have a stack of new releases for me. Like Gandalf getting all those uh files out of the archive <laughs> in Gondor. Here's here's Joe's latest order. It basically. But one of them was the Elite Entertainment Singenor DVD. And I had never seen it. I thought it was really cool. I think I might have read uh, a review for it on badmovies.org and then you know we've talked about that before where a lot of times a lot of movies especially on tape your video store didn't have them all the time true you know and 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 unless even, it was like super popular well even or more more mainstream and it's neither of these yeah. right so you, it had to first of all it had to be a mom and pop shop and they had to have carried what you were looking for right no that's the right? point I forget what episode I was telling telling that story on, but um, but yeah, we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. So w- sometimes it was hard to find movies in general or, you know, when you're a kid, you can't fucking drive everywhere. Wow, right. So that's how the first time I heard about Sinjinor. So then um, for years, I didn't know anything about Scared to Death. I had no idea what it was. Um, and then uh, I had found it one day and I was like, that looks like fucking Sinjinor. <laughs> Turns out it was. Uh, sort of blew little Joey's mind. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so I, so I watched this movie and then like, so the only until I bought the Blu-ray from, uh, vinegar syndrome, the only time I saw it was on tape and it's, it's one of those 16 millimeters independent films that are super dark and oh, super man. muddy. And, you know, we were just talking about this before it, you know, watching this tape is a lot like watching like uh, home sweet home. Oh yeah. You were saying that. Yeah. You know, the home sweet home tape. Yeah, you wish mistake was there with that crappy well, kiss makeup just so you could see something <laughs> in those woods. Well, it's so dark, you yeah. know what I mean? And like, even, even the restoration of this, the, the scenes are still dark, but like you can see what's happening and mm. what's going on. So it, um, watching this isn't the best experience watching it on tape. it's I still personally like it, but I'm reaching for Sinjinor instead. Yeah, no, I get it. Right? That. They're also two totally different movies. Yeah. Very little carries over between t- the two. Like I said, this was shot on 16 millimeters, an independent film, um, and we're talking like super independent. Now, it's made for $47,000, I think, something something around there, or 70, well, 74000 I, I mean, you're talking about an independent film. I read specifically that yeah. the lead actor uh, was brought on last minute because whoever was supposed to play this character originally dropped out the night before, it, and then the director literally begged for, for his friend to do the fucking part. Do you know who that was? Ah, I forget. I did not write it down. It was some kind of musician. It was Rick Springfield. Right. All oh, right. <laughs> Imagine got, that. He's got Jesse's show? girl, man. Yeah, yeah. Um. He's got Sinji's girl. Uh, now. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. He's got Jenny's girl. Yeah. Or Johnny's girl. Teddy's girl. I you don't know, know. Teddy's girl. Whatever. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. Rick Springfield. <laughs> is just coming up like as an actor right now. And Will Malone or Billy, they call him Bill like in all the interviews and stuff. I'm not gonna call him Bill because I've heard that that's uh, rude. Oh, come on with that. (laughs) I'm just busting balls. I know. I, well, I know the inside joke. Yes. Uh, but yeah, William Malone, uh, he would call like Rick Springfield would like call him and be like, Hey, I'm not going to do your movie. And he's like, fuck. And it was like the night before. Then he calls him <laughs> it's back and bad. then he calls him back and he's like, he's like, Hey, I'm going to do your movie. And he's like, fuck, I just talked to this other guy who was going to do it. So then he calls Ted back and says, no, we don't need you. We got Rick. Then Rick calls him back again and he's like, no, I can't do it. And he's like, you know what, Rick, fuck you. Don't call me back. And then he has to call, uh, Ted back. Uh, excuse me, John. Back, well, well, right. Who plays Ted? Right. Yeah, John plays Ted. Um, and he has to call him back, and he begs him to do it, and and he does. And then he's in the movie. Could you imagine? I'm like, if Rick Springfield was in this, I wonder if it would be high, more highly regarded or sort sought after later. Uh, I mean, you know it, what I mean? It depends on the acting, because I feel like one of the best parts of this movie, honestly, is the the main character. Yeah, but like it's it's like a Matthew McConaughey, Renee Zellweger thing too. True. true. To the point of you know going back and looking for that movie because you're like, wait, what the fuck? They were in this. You yeah, know? Well, that's a good point. Maybe we would sold was... some more copies sure. or some rentals or something like that. Well, I think that's why, I mean, Sinjinor is obscure, but I feel like Scared to Death is more obscure. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I mean, again, Sinjinor's we... got some actors I actually recognize. Well, yeah, <laughs> and and it's a different kind of movie. And like, and True. like, and like, Scared to Death, again, hadn't seen disc until Vinegar Syndrome just put it out. I think this uh, last year or the end of last year, or the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Recently um, is the point. Very recently. Yeah. So yeah, do you want to get let, let's get it. Now this isn't going to be a full breakdown of the movie. We're going to just talk briefly about some stuff that we like and all that kind of stuff and kind of plot crunch it a little bit. Um do you want to take this one? Sure. All right, do it. Do uh, it. Uh so basically there's something out prowling around the streets uh murdering people. Uh and the cops are kind of at a loss. They don't know what the hell's happening, but they know this thing's super strong. It can and rip su- a car door off. And super naked too. Yeah, super naked. <laughs> yeah, like a <the> flash <laughs> like from the- uh, actually now exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. And they're just trying to solve the case and this character of Ted is a former detective who uh the guy who uh, the detective on the case Lou is friends with and he's trying to get him to help with the case but he won't help, he won't help. And uh things happen throughout the film that push him to eventually help. And they kind of go after this uh, th- this synthetic organism uh, that can kill people with its leech mouth uh, and suck out spinal fluid. Synthetic genetically altered organism. Right, and it also uh, this made me think of like Alien a little bit, which I want to say I've read something about. The director saying that he he thought he could make a horror movie or a slasher movie based on like kind of ripping off on Aliens, but don't quote me on that. I may mean, be uh, misremembering that. Well, not necessarily ripping off Aliens, but but I mean William Malone was very inspired by inspired a- inspired by Alien and specifically Giger uh for yes, the design. Yes. Uh because the 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 monster yeah. or sentient or however you want to refer to it as yeah. uh can asexually reproduce and it could do it like I I don't remember if it's in this movie or sentient or but tw- every 24 hours it could do it. Both movies are actually 24 hours. Okay, yeah. In or we kind of we'll, we'll get to it. So there's just a whole lot of basically them trying to stop this monster and basically take out any 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 eggs as they find out or or, or uh almost like pseudopods. Kind of, you know, the way that the way as as the movie wraps up, just kind of to save the neighborhood. Yeah. What's I think what's cool about it is it starts off kind of like um, they think it's like a serial killer. Right. Oh, yeah. Nobody knows it's a it's a monster until like a third or fourth quarter of the way through the film. And they they also think maybe just some people are dying because they have like, you know, it seems like almost like they're they've been lobotomized. They Mm -hmm. had something wrong with their brain or like a brain aneurysm. Yeah. All the deaths they find out uh, have been linked to uh, having aneurysms and seizures. Right. Um, and they think that they're just like, I don't know, something happened with the brain, whatever. I mean, granted, they find a bunch of like mutilated bodies. Like, I mean, one chick, uh, there's a scene where she gets like dropped off at her car, like one of the victims. Yeah. And I have to just comment on this scene in particular, because, uh, it's just ridiculous between the edit. Like the editing is not great in this film. Um, I think it's okay. I think the camera works very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do and remember, I think the super, lighting's very good. Super low budget. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah By yeah. the way, they lit this fucking movie with like three lights the entire they movie. They pulled it off which really is... well. It's insane and you're shooting on film. I, don't for, let's not forget that. Yeah, yeah. I think between the lighting and the camera work and the monster yeah. are their crowning achievements yeah, and, and some of the acting, not all of the acting but some of the acting is yeah. very good. But this, yeah, this one woman, she's, like, trying to, like, start her car. Car won't start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Then she's, like, pounding on the uh, gas, and the car is, like, burning rubber, and you just see the monster behind her, like, picking up the car. Dude, that's an <laughs> awesome shot where he, where is just, like, in the back behind her, and you lift up the fucking car so she can't get away. But it's, like, you know, the tension's kind of cut, you know, uh, early. Like, the air's, like, blown out of the bag, because this woman's just, like, oh, come on, what's... Uh, what's wrong? Uh, uh, come on. And then the editing's bad, Is like, it goes from, like, a shot of her looking really frustrated to, yeah. like, a different angle where she's, like, very, very calm. And I'm like, All right, guys. I know it's low budget, but, uh, maybe maybe do something more with this. But, eh, I she gets killed. Uh, You know, they they don't show a ton with the kills, but they do a lot of, um... Stuff with a little, if that makes sense, like a lot of blood shots, blood hit in like uh, windows and in that kill in particular, there's like a cool like stream of blood going down the side of the car. I I appreciate it. It's not super gory, but it's I think it's creative and they're very pretty looking. Yes. Um, Especially like all the like the blood stuff like coming out of the car and stuff like that. Like you said, for the most part, you know, there's not like heads being ripped off or anything like that. Um, he does have this creepy tongue that comes out. Right. So so this creature drinks spinal fluid. Which is a very specific thing. And like when, when uh, the one character, Sherry, later on is going through like the, the doctor who never appears on screen's yeah. notes. Uh, and she's like, yeah, uh, in his notes, he's like, yeah, it, it drinks spinal fluid. This thing could become incredibly dangerous. It's like, what gave it away? It's drinking <laughs> spinal fluid. Also, like, why did you create this? Because in this movie, this, this uh, synthetic genetic organism is not created for like warfare or like it's not let let, wow, let right. on to uh, be sequel, done that yeah yeah so yeah it, it's it's originally called the uh the amberdine uh experiment okay you're the right because dr Do- oh okay because dr, dr. amberdine Amber okay creates this the the syngenor right but he doesn't necessarily do it for any type of military purposes within this film. Just scientific. He, he he just is kind of seeing what he could do because there's like a little opening thing where it's like, uh, you know, this movie's not based on true events, but it could actually happen with advances in genetic research and all this kind of shit. Yeah, and I mean, you've seen monsters similar to this and yeah. other things like I. It's kind of a low hanging fruit for me personally, but like Cell from uh, Dragon Ball Z, yeah, he's a similar kind of monster yeah. where he's kind of like a bug monster that. You know, sucks people's energy out of him. Obviously, it's like an anime, so it's like you know the le- it it shot up to a million. You know, it's way more uh, uh, uh fantasy. Yeah, but he also this. evolves this is, and stuff because right, of that? exactly. Yeah. This it's just it goes. It does have like a pupa state, yes, or a larva state. I'm not really sure what the right terminology for that would be, but you only see like its offspring like that towards the end, <laughs> and in it, its full grown Cinginarmer yeah. uh, state. I think it goes pupil stage and then larva stage that probably sounds about right I it's think, been a while since i think i think, think it i think pupil is the uh is the cocoon yes yes, yes 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 and they look like little gremlins and they're fucking cocoons with like the spines and, and stuff they kind of look like ticks i was thinking like giant ticks from the movie ticks we covered well, okay we'll get there yeah, in a little okay, bit okay um and then and then they changed the name to scared to death colon Singenor. okay and then it just became scared to death got you got you i guess singin was too wacky they had to wait to use that name so yeah, like you said, we see these egg sacs and like the sewer, and there's a lot of it takes place a lot in the sewer, and like right down the fucking road, <laughs> right down there's right out of the other pipe the sunk, the suckling's getting fucking spat out. Oh yeah, yeah, He's into going, that TRCG or whatever the fuck it's yeah, called. Yeah, T-C- the TCRI, fucking yeah, yeah. Uh, the the juice, and he he goes on his own adventure, oh, right. you know, in the whorehouse. He's hanging out with the uh the circus peanut from Orca, yeah. who's who's <laughs> transforming into that thing with the with the fucking muscle arms. Yes, and now we have a, a baby Cinnjinnor that they're hanging out with. They're getting to the Chud Club, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah Eventually, we're going to have enough of these uh, mutant uh, creatures to create our own uh, evil version of the turtles or whatever. Well, we still, Confused ha- versions. we still have to do Plutonium, baby. And then after we do that, oh, we'll have, well, I think we'll okay. have our four miscreants. Uh, and the Unborn. Miscreants. We have to do the Unborn also. Oh my God, yes, the Unborn. For There's sure. Several of those, I believe. There's two of them. Uh, but yeah, so... You don't really know what this monster is at first. You just know it's kind of on the loose. Like, they don't really, like, like explain what it is until, like, the the like, the like last half hour of the movie. Yeah, and it's very, like, kind of shoehorned in. And it's a big lore dump from the character Shelly, played by Tony uh, something with a G. Yeah, I have it written down. But uh, yeah. a character that comes late, like, she's peppered throughout in, in scenes that yeah. until you find out what she actually is about is honestly a little confusing to me. But it makes sense once you get to that point. It's just you're, you're leaving a lot of room for the audience to try to like fill in, you know, spaces. Sure. It's also she her character is a little strange because she pops up and we get no context whatsoever. And then when she comes in, it's like, all right. So, you worked with the guy Aberdeen, right? But not really, because you never actually worked on the experiment, you were just kind of there. And there's some like weird, like undertone because she calls him like by first name, but then it's like, Oh, I I meant Aberdeen. And And it's like, Were you together? Probably something, it doesn't really matter. But, like, one thing this movie does that I don't like in particular, like, is the relationship that Ted has with this character, Jennifer. Ted, Ted, by the way, is is Ted Lonergan. Uh, is is an ex cop. He's a hack writer, and he loves yeah. pop. And he loves pop. <laughs> he loves pop rocks. Yeah. That's true. The, hence the atomic rocks. Right. I had to bring him in. And he's played by John Stinson. He does a great job, especially for someone that had to be begged to come on the project, like literally the day before filming started. I think he was still happy to do it though. Sure, yeah. sure. But I think he does a really good job. He's he's kind of snarky. Uh, this character is incredibly unlikable, but I think he does a really good job with what he's given. Uh, he, he likes to push. He push, push pushes buttons. You know, he's kind of an asshole, but he's also. That's he's likable. He's a he's likable guy. But then we also, I just want to get these out of the way so we yeah, can talk yeah, about yeah. this a little bit better. Um so Jennifer Stanton is played by uh Diane Davison, and uh she's actually the girl who gets shot in the beginning of Dirty Harry in the pool. She gets shot. Oh my yeah. god. And uh we also have uh Detective Luke Pell, played by David Moses, who's also in Creature. Uh oh, okay. William Mullen's Creature, yeah. And just real quick, the sing- the titular well, actually not for this movie, it's scared to death, but <laughs> the Singinor creature yeah, yeah, yeah. uh is played by Bryce Eller. And what's cool about him is when William he was best friends with like William Malone. And um he uh since since William worked for Don Post Studios, Don Post also did a bunch of Star Wars stuff. Oh wow. So so Bryce was the like uh, the promotional version of Darth Vader, like he would get all dressed up in the suit, <laughs> oh, yeah, and they yeah, would do yeah. the promos all around for for the for the movie in '77. So uh, I thought that was kind of neat. Hmm. So that's who's in the suit. He does itself. a great job. I, I mean, I definitely got like, like, not to just go into that, but since you mentioned it, yeah. uh, a lot of like vibes off of like, I, I was feeling like Pinhead. I was feeling like Michael Myers a little bit. Yeah. And some of those like late scenes when he's like walking in the sewer where there's like the mist. I was like, "Whoa, this is creepy. Oh, yeah. That sewer, by the way, was a set. I couldn't tell. They much built, like I couldn't tell an alligator. They built it in like a day at a at a this job. like at this like yacht storage mm-hmm. place. I thought that was incredible. I was like, oh, they actually shot in the fucking sewer. Even really on good. the even on the disc, I'm like, oh, they got sewer access. It's a fucking set. It was looked great. It <laughs> looked great. Tell. But before I move away from what I was trying to say oh, about I'm sorry. Jennifer, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I just like this character kind of pisses me off because it's like you have Ted, you know, accidentally crashes into her car. And he's trying to like, play it off. So, like, you know, basically, like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll just pay you. So, cause he, he's like a rich writer, right? So, like, he pays her off, but then, like, they start dating. And then it's like that thing where, you know, I hate this trope in horror movies. I've said it a hundred times. I knew you were going to say that. But like, they go. <laughs> it's worse than, the, it's worse than Syngenta. Uh, yes. But so like, to keep it short, basically, like, I, there's a series of scenes where she's like, no, I don't want to do it. He leaves a rose at our door. Okay. Well, it's a woman's prerogative to change your mind. Then she's like, oh, I'll take you out to dinner at a nice restaurant. She goes to pick him up. He's wearing like jeans and a yeah. t-shirt. She's like, just come back to my house, place for some steaks. He's like, okay. Yeah. Then he's like at her house, like, steak was good. Hey, you know, I've got some more of that one. Uh, turn the music on. <laughs> so they fuck, of course. And oh, now yeah. it's like, now all of a sudden, like, I guess they don't really tell you how long it's been, but it's clearly not that much longer because the the case is still going on with the Sinjar killing people. It can't be that much longer, but then, like, she's at his apartment, Remember like, cleaning yeah, it up. Yeah, like, working for him yeah, and, yeah, like, filing yeah. paperwork. And I'm like, I guess, sure, but yeah. that's a little weird for me. <laughs> she kind of fucks out of the movie, like, uh, I don't know. Well, she goes to three, interview. Three quarters of the way, she's just gone. Yeah, she goes to interview Shelly because all of a sudden now she's like a junior fucking investigator. But like, it's a very confusing scene because basically it happens after one of the murders where you find out that the creature has like that like worm looking thing in its mouth. It kills yeah. like the rollerblader girl. Yeah, there's like a bunch of kids roller skating in a parking garage, which is actually pretty fucking cool. Uh, that's a good scene. Yeah. Um, it's well shot and it looks like a ton of fun. But that woman's there, Shelly or Sherry, whatever the hell her name yeah. is. And she's like, oh, I'm going to interview Sherry. her because yeah. she doesn't want to talk to the police. And I'm like, okay, this is gonna, they're just going to go off to the side. <laughs> no, they literally leave. And she's like going back to like some lab to meet her to do the interview. I'm like, wait, hold the phone. What just happened? I think Sherry set her up, dude, because uh, she was she was she was eyeing up Ted. You think the way this movie and, ends, she, was like, this and woman, she was like, yeah, go to shit. go to the chemical plant go to aberdeen uh, research I, facility ted, ted forgets about jennifer in the last 20 minutes even though the, his whole reason for doing what he's doing is because jennifer gets attacked by the yeah. at this lab warehouse that she's going to do an interview but of course she's like one of the only victims that survives because plot but uh, she goes into a coma yeah and then he's like i i guess i'll help she's one of the only people who don't directly die from syngenor yeah. and gets like picked up um and then we find out a little bit later that syngenor keeps people and lays these eggs every 24 right. hours but what's cool is he like hooks them up or it hooks them up to the dead bot or the the uh uh you know comatose bodies right right and they're like feeding to its babies yeah, they, yeah. there's like a fucking like a. uh uh uh, uh, uh needle uh, uh, umbilical cord yeah, almost the, like a, a, a transfusion kind of situation yeah and they're like yeah. stuck in their chest and they that like made me think of Cell a lot because he yeah. uses his tail to like, yes. suck energy out yes, of people yes 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 or like just the whole thing you, like, yeah, su- yeah. I, like he like didn't suck up Krillin yeah. oh yeah, yeah yeah well not Krillin but he did do that yeah right. yeah yeah and it, it, like kind of like spider vibes too because like At one point, there's this character Tillman, who's fucking hilarious, by the way, for his two minutes of screen time. Oh yeah, where he's like, yeah, anytime someone's got to fix something, you got to wake up (laughs) Tillman at three a.m. like because they're going to the sewer because there's like a power outage or something. That guy's the key grip of the movie. Like, is he he really worked really hard on this film? He uh he has a pretty good death scene. Yeah, I mean, you find out he survives barely, and he's like covered in cobwebs later on. But he's like spitting up some green shit. Yeah, he's getting killed in the sewer. And the guy that's working with him comes down and he's like, oh, yeah, you're just fucking with me because he was joking about fucking his wife before he oh, came oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy goes down and he's like, oh, shit, he runs up. And you think this guy's <laughs> going to survive? And I actually thought it was a pretty good fake out. orc comes and, like, puts its hand through the fucking oh, manhole and just so grabs cool. him. It, it, it's so cool because the, he pulls the manhole cover shut and you're like, oh, he's safe. Yeah. And then and then Stingenor, like, punches the fucking thing up and grabs him by the uh, foot and pulls uh, him yeah. in. But yeah, later, that guy Tillman somehow survives. Yeah. Kind of, like, makes me also think of, like, uh 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 motel hell where they had like the the field of like people oh yeah they're not getting anybody's larynx but similar kind of situation they're watering their heads and stuff yeah yeah, or like a spider (laughs) it's like a spider's den kind of yeah no for sure uh uh, you know you know ramon is like down one of the corridors eating fucking what's his name
1: the Uh, blonde guy yeah while eating a
0: few people a few people that eat it in that film i can't remember but yeah so they uh they're investigating this and they basically uh jennifer gets gets put in a coma yeah. So Ted and Sherry they're going to go basically try to find out what the hell's going on at the uh at the lab. Yeah, and like Sherry like has notes. She's like, "Oh, I took copies or whatever." And she goes there and she and she finds them and she's like reading them aloud to give us the lore dump, wow. which which is what a movie technique, fine. I, I know, but it's so drawn out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like the Kindred, right? Like, where he turns on a tape recorder and there's like some of his mom talking. Like, it, it, she opens it up and reads the whole goddamn thing. It's kind us. of funny in retrospect. Like, we've both referenced it now, but like, that The Kindred does like things better than other movies. And it's like, I, I don't dislike that movie totally, but like, I'm like scratching my head sometimes, like, wow, well, The Kindred did this better. Who knew? Well, yeah. <laughs> so, The Hemo Shion knew. <laughs> That's what that green shit was coming out of everybody's mouth. That's what I was thinking. So, uh, so yeah, this wraps that or it's Cynjanor come. Dude, the end is really good. Like this yeah. wraps up and it's in this giant warehouse, uh, right? Because they they get chased by the Cynjanor because they find all the bodies getting sucked dry in and the Ted, sewer. Ted, Ted yeah. has like this fucking like Desert Eagle that he got <laughs> from, like Barry Burton. <laughs> it's a it huge blowing end, him away. It's like a Joker Magnum <laughs> dude with like a long ass barrel. So he kills like three of these like uh, pods and they're like. Eh! Like screaming and mm-hmm. screeching, and the or like appears out of nowhere. It's very indicative of aliens. Oh, yeah. Ripley's like blowing up the eggs and shit. Hundred percent. Like I was like, oh. I see you, James Cameron. Yeah. You fuck. And it doesn't like ch- it chases them, but it does like the Michael Myers thing, where it just walks slowly towards them, but it looks very creepy. Oh man, the, the lighting in this again, three lights, Sean. I, and speaking of alligator, actually, <laughs> yeah, three and lights. A, that's and crazy. Three lights and a fog machine. Uh, but alligator. I think there was actually like a, a story reason why they weren't finding the gun was because there was methane in the area. But I kept thinking about that. Him shooting these pods. What if there was methane in the area and just they killed oh, an themselves? Oh, and exploded. Yeah, they, maybe. Well, actually, I guess it would have killed the centenor. But there's methane pockets, but it is a storm drain so there shouldn't technically be right uh but I was thinking about that but I remember Mm -hmm. alligator was a specific plot point why that was a thing oh no agreed uh but yeah they're trying to escape they try to go up like a manhole and it's not budging so they just say fuck it and they run and they find like a boarded up exit of course there's a convenient ladder just laying there that Ted's like oh go back and get that ladder (laughs) it works of course but um they lower this thing into a drop press right in the warehouse in the warehouse and I was like again i see you james cameron Uh, yeah terminator man like straight dude (laughs) now now, to be fair they do the same thing in the fly they do it in a decent amount of movies no no no, the original the original fly though yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's how vincent price like kills Kills him kills him uh the the fly man not the little one it's a good idea but yeah you immediately think of terminator i mean big time big time and it's so cool man because like lou comes and like with oh, a shotgun his ass. and he yeah. saves his day he fucking shoots fucking Cigino and he like flies onto the drop press and then Sherry like hits both buttons hits the, the buttons time. and this thing fucking gets slammed yeah. down and just dies I thought that was so cool And I then, love it when a plan comes together Joe uh, oh that's true <laughs> The Sinjinor is, like, off on the side of the press. You just see one of these. With <laughs> the hand comes you up. You lift it up, and then, you know, the rest is history. Um, And then we get, like, a scene, like, just to wrap it up, we get, yeah. like, a scene with uh, with Jen, and she has, like, a dream that the Sinjinor is there. I thought it was going to come out of her dude, like, alien. Yeah, I thought that scene was kind of dumb, but yeah. okay, sure. And it's, like, it's like a last jump scare kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and then she screamed. She's just like, why did Ted abandon me? <laughs> and we get, like, a, actually, we do get one final shot that I... Thought they were gonna lead to like an egg or something, but it's just like a shot of a camera going down like the alley with fog, and you kind of hear like the sound that the yeah, Syndrome makes. It, it does it make a sound, kind of like uh, what was that one with the cockroach werewolf? It also made a sound. Cockroach uh, werewolf. A move, not a literal werewolf. Blue monkey. Uh no, we did it last year. Uh, the the. the Oh! 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 Uh! 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 uh the beast within. Yes, the cicada similar to that yeah. cicada that Where cicada? Yeah, it makes a sound when yeah. it's about to attack. It's almost like yeah, but so it's you almost hear like... that in the sewer, but you don't actually see the monster yet, and then it cuts the black. Yeah, it's almost like uh, this kind of synthesis, synthesis, genet, genetic, genetic, synthesized, synthesized, synthet, th- yeah. synthesized, genetic organism. I get what you're saying. No, about. no, it, it sounds like a synth, you know, yeah. like like robotic, almost kind of. I. I think it's great. I, I think I think the, the the VHS is super muddy and to see it all cleaned up on this beautiful uh Blu-ray by Vinegar syndrome, which you can get now. Um, it's really awesome. So is is this on the shelf for you? This is on the shelf for me, yeah, big time. It is I think it's a quintessential early 80s monster movie because it's what it's super low budget. It's shot on 16, and it's again one of those kind of like forgotten gem movies, but like the the what they put into this. Is amazing. Mm. Like w- what they got out of this for the money and the locations and all that. Like this, this was like a miracle that this was made. They got all their locations for basically for free. They shot it with three fucking lights. You know what I mean? And the yeah, whole, that's crazy. and the whole crew was basically all the actors. You know what I mean? They only had a couple people, and then like a couple makeup effects guys. One guy quit, and the other, and then some other guy came in to finish. It's just really cool, and I think I think why it holds up, and stands out, is because William Malone was already an effects guy and like a sculptor. Yeah. And I think the the this, monster's great. The this the monster saves it, um, and he's really fucking cool. And every time the monster's there, it's a it's always a great scene. And also, I think um William Malone like really knows how to utilize. What he has, mm. i.e., the minimal amount of lights, the locations, the shots, what to show, what not to show, that keeping kind of stuff. Keeping it in shadows, Keep at it, times. keeping it in shadows, but really utilizing what he has, yeah, making the most of what he has, and I and I think um, it's a good time, and it's a very specific kind of movie. Oh, absolutely, um, it's very dark and gritty and kind of uh, uh, low budget grind housey type type uh, monster movie, and I'm into it. Uh, it's definitely in the dumpster for me. Yeah? I did not like this movie very really much at all. all. I kind of said what I liked about it. I liked the lead guy, Ted, uh, the actor's very funny uh lou kind of cracks me up because he's kind of just constantly trying to get ted to help him this whole movie and he won't until like the fucking final zero hour when it's, shit's really in trouble it's very natural their interactions yes though. yes so that, that stuff's good that, the yeah. writing the uh the writing is good uh, yeah uh but i just think it doesn't like totally come together for me i sure. think the monster's very cool i think the lighting's very well done especially you're saying three lights that's damn impressive and the uh The score is actually pretty good. I don't know if we really talked about. It's orchestral. It's a whole fucking like uh, orchestra. I just uh, just overall, I don't know. It was very slow paced for me. Uh, It is a slow burn for sure. We have, I think, like one or two kills in the beginning, and then there's like a thirty or forty minute stretch where it's like this fucking like courting session between Ted and Jennifer that I guess they're trying to get you to like care about these characters. But like at the end of the day, it's like I don't really care that much. It just seems a little too artificial for me. Yeah. Uh, I still like it. It's just definitely a dumpster movie for me. It's not what I'm reaching for. At, at least scared to death, we'll put it that hey, okay. way. All right. uh, it's it's not far down there. It's, it's you don't even have to push past the, the the dirty diapers. It's just you move those couple of uh, sure. old whoppers out of the way. <laughs> it's and a- uh, the, the 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 moldy donuts that somebody threw out, and it's right there. It's you also don't gotta reach far. It's also a thing of like at the time people were asking for these movies. Oh yeah, so to make a buck. You were you were able to to do this, but th- I think this is a little bit better than than most. Independent yeah, well, especially for an stuff. independent film, like I would definitely recommend seeing this, like without a doubt. 100%. Especially this new transfer, it's on two B. That's what I watched it on. <laughs> but you should probably go and pick up the Vinegar Syndrome, uh, yes, yes. Blu Ray. Um, but uh, incredible transfer. Yeah, Can't say that it, it looks great. There's great special features on it. They always do a nice job. But with that said, but I think with that said, what about the uh, spiritual successor? Now? Here we go. We're going into Sinjinor. 1990, 10 years later. So, yeah, Sinjanor, 1990, directed by George Alangian Jr. I think Uh, I'm saying that right. I have no idea. I wasn't even going to try that one. Alan Gian. Alan Gian. It's definitely probably not it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh (laughs) Liarena. Fuck you. So this movie, it, it definitely takes ideas. Obviously, reusing the monster. Yes. Uh, ideas adapted from William Malone's story. Yeah. And well, did he did he actually work on this one? at So, all? so I, he, I saw he worked on the creature effects. So here's the thing with this. Um. So so producer Jack Murphy, who also produced uh Ticks, <laughs> that's why I said oh, Tix okay, was going to next. Okay. So he produced Ticks and uh pro- the uh, progeny. And, oh, okay. Yeah. So he saw scared to death, and he loved the monster so much. He's like, "Fuck, we need to." Make a movie with that monster. Yeah, I read that. Even then, nobody really saw this movie. So that's kind of shocking so, to me, honestly. Right. It, Cause this is comes out on like home video on like media. Home video. That that's would be who, one I would have it definitely out. been checking it out if I was I like mean, watching this stuff in the 80s. Dude, if I saw this Just the cover it. alone, right? If I saw this cover in the in the in the V in the video store, you know I'd fucking grabbing that shit. Oh, and I think that's supposed to be Jennifer. That's literally the scene where she gets grabbed. I yeah. Think. It's creepy as hell. That's yeah. cool artwork. Hell yeah, I'm renting that. Um, but no, what, what surprised me the most about, uh, this, this kind of, this backstory with, uh, um, with Mer- Jack Murphy is that he didn't make a completely new movie. No right he took a lot of uh William Malone's ideas and kind of the basic structure of scared to death but he was very specific about not making it a sequel to scared to death no and like I feel like he took ideas from the first one like a, a lot of background elements honestly and took them to the forefront yeah in, in a very positive way yeah and he basically wanted to remake the film so he didn't alienate other you know if anybody had seen this movie or people that never heard of oh, this yeah, movie yeah. you don't need to see you it you don't need to know anything about it. it well yeah it compliments it but again, this comes back to my Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2 thing. Oh, yeah. You yeah. don't need to see Evil Dead to see Evil Dead 2. Sure. And know everything about it. No, yeah. I you know what, what I saying. mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So he wants to make, he wants to make basic, for all intents and purposes, a remake of Scared to Death. But he instead of calling it Scared to Death 2, he calls it Syngenor. Mm. Now, they approach Malone to direct it, but he turns it down because when they're trying to get it going, there was supposed to be a Scared to Death 2 that just never came to fruition. Oh, I get what you're saying. So they shelved it, and then he okay. went and he did Creature uh when Murphy comes, he wants to do um the Cinjanor movie and he wants he wants him to direct it, but he doesn't. However, he does Malone does come back and he actually helps Doug Beswick with the effects mm. for uh Sinjinor. And while the design and everything is amazing that Malone did it in the sculpt and everything. I really think with the extra budget and everything for Syngenor, they look great. Yeah. And there's- They mul- being the key word. There's multiple Syngenors <laughs> and they have like f- a full range of motion in the face now. Yeah. Um, with like animatronics and stuff and they look really cool. And just to put a pin on that with uh, uh, Doug Beswick, he's worked on a ton of shit, dude. Uh, American Wolf in London, The Howling, Ghostbusters. We got the whole fucking- Oh my God. Uh, uh, he worked on Creature. There you go, which he did, yeah, with William Malone again. Uh, fucking Darkman, Blade, Nightmare Three and Five, uh, King Kong Lives, and uh, Ticks. There you go. He was the lead guy on Ticks. Huh. So kind of makes sense, actually. Pretty cool, like, yeah. When you look at what they look like in the movie, there's like a, that that weird kind of sliminess kind of matches. Yeah, but you also have Jack Murphy producing that movie, so he's like, oh, I'm gonna oh. get Doug Beswick because he's fucking awesome. Yeah, fucking yeah. So I want to talk about the director real quick, uh, George okay. L- uh, uh, Elongian Jr. If that's how you say it, I he, I don't think he had a Wikipedia page, so it, I, it might be Alonjian. Oh, maybe, maybe George Alonjian? I don't know, jo- George Alangian. George, Ju- George is a lounging He's a lounging on his fucking name because yeah, he's not exactly. telling anybody how to say it. Anyway, he um uh he directed a shit ton of wild and crazy kids. <laughs> yeah, with Omar Gooding. Okay. Yep. Sure. Uh, <laughs> He also did a bunch of Playboy magazine documentary, like volume one and two and three and shit like that. I guess that's like behind the scenes of Playboy and stuff. Okay. And uh, do you remember Candid Camera from the 90s? Oh, of course. You're on Candid Camera. Oh, yeah. He directed a bunch of those, I guess, question mark. Okay. So People his, getting pranked in so, the 90s. So you're going from fucking wild and crazy kids to... <laughs> Candid Camera. Sin-gen-or. <laughs> Sin-gen-or, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Sure. I mean... I think he does a good job directing this and much like the first one. I think the camera work and the lighting great. I think they had more than three lights this time is very good in this movie. hundred percent. The budget is there. I don't know. I didn't read what the budget was for this, but like it is bigger. It's bigger. We're shooting on 35 millimeter. You got David Gale in this. Oh my god. Uh and he's being fucking crazy and amazing. You got Mitchell Lawrence, got an Mitchell MDU Lawrence. icon. Yes, we got Mitchell Lawrence from uh The Rune Stone and oh. Stepfather 2. Yes, well, and actually David Gale is also an MDU, maybe not icon because we still have not done Reanimator. Yes. It's coming eventually. Yes. Uh but he was the uh the the Zoanoid. Yes, the Zoa Lord. Uh, yeah, uh leader in in uh Giver 1, I yes. believe. Yes. I think this is adjacent to that. Oh yeah, because he was like a corporate guy. I mean, he turns into that weird monster at the yeah. end, but <laughs> well, he's an alien. In the M.D.U., I'm sure. I've, if go back and listen to the episode, I'm sure we say John Hurt saves him or something. So of course he's here in uh, or back to his old ways. This is the this is the this is the uh, progenitor of uh, of the Zoalord uh Corporation. Uh, while he is spraying that shit into his neck, injecting, yeah. into <laughs> his shooting neck. himself up yeah. with fucking reagent, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's got Michael Berryman trying to get the the, the, the refills on it. So there you go. He gets his head fucking cut off in reanimator. He go he he funds in genet- genetic lab. They put him all back together. He has the reanimator juice. Ah, that thing's disgusting. By the way, that like pimple on his neck. Oh yeah, it's kind of gross. And um, then uh, yeah, and then, and then I guess after this movie, we the guyver happens. Yeah, well point. he becomes he becomes an alien. He, he basically he gets the uh, the regeneron or whatever the fuck it was regeneron. <laughs> Jesus help me. The <laughs> reagent. The reagent from uh reanimator from a reanimator but then he obviously then like later in life somehow hires fucking jeffrey combs (laughs) to work for him in some kind of twist (laughs) of fate there he has like a cameo rolling it uh, could be it could be a splintered timeline where it's like the splintered timeline of sinjanor right instead he's an alien zoalord corporate corporate scumbag and in this one he's like a reanimated corpse uh corporate scumbag maybe making uh you know uh, synthetic genetic. Uh, I I think we need to in season six of this show, which is next year, by the way. If you're watching this now, uh, <laughs> yes. we need to finally get the the, the fucking reanimator fluid in the, f- the MDU because it's ah. it's clearly like. Right there, we're almost at it. Like Cingenor kinda has it. It's a key. It's a key element. Yeah, for sure. it, I, I just think a monster blood just like taking oh, over the fucking God. MDU. <laughs> monster blood versus or something oh, like shit, that. Oh shit, I love it. Well, there was a lot of come in that first movie that we didn't talk about. But uh, there actually was. <laughs> yeah, he ha- made his mark. But I was, I was. I kept that, sure. I was pushing it down inside sure. of me. But anyway, yeah, uh, we, we have some really good acting in this film, too, just in general, besides Gale. Uh, Yeah, we got Roy Fagan. I'm going to, let's just bust down these oh, characters yeah, so yeah. we can just talk about it. So we got Roy Fagan as Donnie, who is- Oh, this guy's great. He's a security guard who's kind of like the comic relief in this movie. Yeah. He's yeah. fucking funny. hell. Like, you suck this. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines <laughs> of this. Um, you Better put it in second, dickhead. Oh That's God. a good one. He's great. Uh, Charles Lucia is Stan. Stan, this guy's great. He is so, bastard. He is so good as like that scumbag guy, scumbag, uh, you know, uh, corporate guy. Well, and he's always deferring to Paula. Yes. The the real like kind of bad guy besides David Gale in this movie. Well, question mark. The two of them. I'll get to her in a second. Yeah. Because she's she's the one that causes all the bullshit. Yeah. So Charles Lucia is from it's either Lucia or Lucia. I'm pretty sure it's Charles Lucia. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh he's in society. Have you oh. seen Society? I don't think I have. We got to cover that. The Brian I feel like Yuzna it's come classic. Up a bunch of times, but uh Screaming Man George does all the effects on that. It's fucking. It's it's wacky. Um, but he's the butt. You've seen the gif of the guy with the ass. Oh, the, the butt. Ass? Yeah. I, okay. I've seen. Yes, I, I am a butthead. I, I think Joe Bob had done that a year or two back, so yeah. I, I'm familiar with it. Yeah. So that that's a great flick, and he he plays like the dad, one of the dads. Okay. In that. Okay. Um, the butthead, the butthead guy, the butthead. Okay. Obviously, Assy McGee. Assy McGee. Yeah. We have star star Andreaf, who or Andref who plays uh Susan, Susan. Valentine. Yeah. Uh she was in Amityville Dollhouse, um, The Vampire Journals and uh Scanner Cop. Uh we have Louis Arquette, he he as Doctor Valentine, who yes. is the creator of Singinor in this movie. Correct. Not Amberdeen, it's like a totally different guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's been in a ton of shit, dude. Alf. He was in, (laughs) of course he's an Alf. He's done multiple voices on the real ghostbusters. He did a bunch of voices for the, uh, the English dub of Akira or Akira. however you want to say that? Great. Uh, and he's in the great outdoors. Oh yeah. Talk about a movie. We need to cover. He's Herm in the, in the great outdoors. Oh my God. That movie's great. Fucking Dan Aykroyd and John Candy classic. (laughs) (laughs) Chopper chicks in zombie town. Uh, what else is he in? Tales from the Crypt. Uh, he's the sheriff in Scream 2. Oh. and he's the cardinal in Little Nicky. And I think that's the one that oh. that he got me like, oh, he looks like the guy. But he also looks like uh um he kind of looks like Kurtwood Smith a, a little, little bit. bit, a little bit, yeah. Like they could be, he could be a stunt double. You know, and speaking of what people look like, Ted from fucking the first one, I kept saying like, huh, it kind of looks like Todd Howard from Bethesda. <laughs> I don't know. That's what kept popping in my head. Certain angles, certain <laughs> angles. Anyway, uh, so David Gale plays Carter Brown. We talked about the David Gale already, and Mitchell Lawrence, who we talked about, plays Nick Carey, who's like a right. reporter. So he's not a cop in this; he's just a reporter. <laughs> no, right? right? Uh, probably the same character because he's he's addicted to sex as always. Whenever he's on this show, he, this there's like a receptionist who play, who's David Gale's like niece. Yes, that's Shatner's fucking daughter. By the Are way, you yeah, fucking... William Shatner's daughter. Are you shitting no, me? No, it is. That was the other Shatner connection. Okay, playing Bonnie. Playing Bonnie, who. Who has a dude? Okay. Says she tells fucking Mitchell Lawrence. By the yeah. way, oh, I'm only seventeen, going on eighteen. <laughs> but then when Stan comes over, I guess she's attracted to Stan. She's like, I'm eighteen. He's like, I'll oh, keep that in mind. Before we go, we go any further. Let me tie this up for you, real quick, for the MDU. So, <laughs> the movie dumpster universe. So, so spoilers. Uh, she's killed by Sinjinor. Yeah, that How- was a fucked up scene because How- Stan can't be bothered to go down there. However, well, he did it on purpose because no, they're trying sure. to break down David Gale's character, which we'll get to in a second. But I just want to get out of the way now since we're talking about it. She gets electrocuted. She doesn't get killed by the spinal she, gets she, does, she Yeah, she doesn't, Speaking gets, of. she doesn't get spinal tapped by Sinjinor, right? She, <laughs> she literally gets electrocuted. So my thing is... She gets electrocuted. Her fucking soul gets sucked into the fucking virtual dimension with Job, and then somehow gets rerouted to a chip that's implanted into a golf cart. And now Barkus is fucking that fucking Bonnie the the golf cart. Barkus is fucking Shatner's daughters, <laughs> who's now reincarnated in like, a like, golf cart. What is even happening there? Is Barkus sticking it in the tailpipe? And she's like, God, no, stop! Someone help me! The golf cart like talks to him at night. That's why it's got a name and shit, right? Uh, yeah. People think he's crazy, but he re- but she, she really does talk to him. Yeah, meanwhile meanwhile While Haggerty and and Charnetsky are sitting there with lawn chairs, cracking beers, just, you know, (laughs) toasting each other, watching the show. Charnetsky's like, you guys are fucking sick. She's only 17. Oh, I heard she was 18. (laughs) That's a Barkus line for sure. No, Dobby said that's the thing. Dobby says it. (laughs) I heard she was 17. Boom. Get shot in the head. You hear anything? You hear anything? And they're the wizards, guys. They're the wizards. Oh, yeah, that's that's what's going down. Anyway, wanted to get that out of the way. So, yeah. So, again, like we were talking about, it does have the similar structure to Scared to Death. So now, so now, uh, Dr. Valentine has created this monster for a weapons division in this genetic laboratory. Which, just real quick, they do like a fucking promo video, they show a couple times throughout to like Syngenor. Eh, yeah. With the American flag over, like, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Sinjanor wants you, dude. Yeah, 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 I think that was hilarious. That was some good, like, parody shit there. Oh, it's great. But it, there's th- just, there's a lot of, like, spoofs kind of scattered throughout here, I think. Right. Well, in, of, like, the military industrial s- complex and corporate people. Yeah, the political commentary and all that yeah, kind of like shit. Like, David Gale, when he's going off the deep end. Right. He's definitely going, like, postal, if oh, you will. Well, man, that whole. Yeah, we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, in that first movie, in Scared to Death, he's just it's Singer is just like an experiment that some right. scientist is doing unbeknownst to everybody else. Exactly. There's only and there's only one. In this movie, it was created specifically for warfare. The fucking soldier of the future is what they call this thing. Yeah. Okay. Did you want me to just give like a quick plot crunch of this movie? Oh, yeah, talking yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It? I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Basically, this corporation is create well, like we've already been talking about, creates these super soldiers mm-hmm. and wants to test them out. And they test him out on some civilians and, uh, they're like, okay, we're going to do this. And then they basically, the Syngenors get out and start killing people. But also in the same, uh, timeline, David Gale starts to lose his fucking marbles and starts also killing his employees while, uh, Susan and, and Nick, the, the, basically the creators, uh, niece and, mitchell lawrence from Runestone, yeah are trying to figure out what the hell happened and they get kind of wrapped into the whole situation yeah it's a little strange because there's like a conspiracy theory kind of there's a lot, lot of wheels moving there's a this. lot yeah there's a lot of wheels moving uh so so valentine resigns because he doesn't want to make syngenors right but they he, still have his work um he wants to go home and make orange juice <laughs> blow up oranges he, in his he, fucking shed yeah. or it's something like the guy in flubber he's like ron williams of He <laughs> just has like the shit in the garage. <laughs> Cause he's a, he's a genius, so of course, what does he do with a hobby? Just make weird shit. Yeah, well, sure, that's fine. I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's cool. But there's like there's like a, a a staged corporate takedown by Stan and Paula because well, pa- Paula's playing Stan a little well, bit. Yeah Paul, yeah, Paul is the brains of the operation, but she wants to take over Cyberdyne Systems. Oh my god, <laughs> Norton Cyberdyne. <laughs> Norton by the Cyberdyne. Way. Excuse me. So, so you know how we talked about uh, the fucking you. You know how we talked about Terminator ripping off here to Death, which I think it did. Uh, for that ending sequence, but you think that was a dig in Sinjinor? Like okay, well, well, Cyberdyne or Cyberdynamics is Cyberdyne. Uh, Maybe, maybe. I think for our show, it absolutely did. 100% (laughs) but but that's that's, I'm curious. I love the idea of Norton Cyberdyne. Like you said before, being Uh, like, that off camera? Being like a subsidiary of like Norton Antivirus and Cyberdyne Systems, like doing a a smaller like sister company or 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 child company that does genetic research specifically. I mean, we don't 100 percent know what uh, David Gale's company was doing. In Guyver, beside, I know like they're they were looking for like the the the, the unit, yeah, but like what was their like public facing thing? Were they actually Norton antivirus? They're, they're definitely... Is that why it never actually works? They're really looking for the Guyver, <laughs> not ge- viruses. <laughs> they're and they're genetically splicing yeah, things, they're yeah, trying yeah. well, they grow all the zoonoids, they take people and they turn them into fucking monsters. So that was the real Norton antivirus yes. all along, yes. Okay. This was a side project in the in the movie dumpster universe. Norton antivirus is actually funding a super soldier program for aliens, okay. <laughs> it's also a umbrella Barry Boswick's involved somehow yeah, with yeah. The, the Metal Beast program There's I think th- that's happened in fucking one lab over man oh yeah yeah but yeah so like Nick and Susan come up with this whole idea that they're gonna go in as journalists after they've already both been kicked out individually for yeah. different reasons well because she thinks that they killed her uncle because the syndrome comes and right. kills well, him true. and also attacks her and early that's on, a great scene, it's by an the awesome way. scene. Really it, intense. Like, it's really great. And right in the beginning, we get that inkling that water hurts these things. So that's the right, kind she throws of throws a vase at and it. And it like fucking like lights up. There's a there's a lot of great uh, uh um roto light effects in mm-hmm. this. And that's one of them. And uh, there's a flip to this. Right. So in the first movie, it like thrives in the sewers and all that stuff. There's I, oh, It's yeah. damp. It's wet, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't hurt it or anything. And the only way to kill it, I guess, is to squash it like a fucking bug. But in this movie, the Sinjinor is created specifically to fight in desert conditions because that's where they think the next world war yeah, is going to take place. Like five times. It's going to take place in the Middle East. And then I'm looking at what happened in the last like 30 years. And I'm like, okay, oh, well, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I guess like, I well, the Gulf War was probably right around then. Yeah. Right after well, I, one I, or the other. Probably. But it's the thing. The, the fact of the matter is water hurts these things yeah. because I guess. I don't know why the fuck they were engineered that way. They're like the Wicked Witch of the West fucking project. Uh, but that's the thing. Well, like, what if the enemy figures that yeah. out and they're like in the desert? All right, drop some water <laughs> on them. They're done. <laughs> Dump out your canteen on its fucking head. Oh, right. Well, if, if it gets that close to you're fuck no matter well, what. But or, that's no, you put point. it in your mouth like fucking, uh, uh, like Jada Pinkett at the oh, end of uh, Demon Knight, spit right. the fucking blood right. at him. The, the, the spit the water at him. Or, or Monkey D. Luffy in One Piece, yeah. when he used that against Crocodile, literally shot water at him to defeat him. Don't they do that in the Nun too? Don't they like spit uh, something at holy the nun? Water, holy, holy water, holy water. Yeah, Your there favorite. you go. Yeah. Um, you ripped off Demon Knight, you fuck. That's eh, still a good movie. But yeah, so basically Paula wants to undermine David Gale. So she's trying to get Stan to, to basically release the rest of the Syngenor, but he sends fucking Shatner's daughter down there. She gets killed. They're trying to break David Gale right. so that David Gale starts going insane. And that's like the worst thing you could possibly do. like To it, David Gale, it, yeah. like, like, like It would have been better if you just killed David Gale right instead of like the pr guy instead of fucking with him yeah yeah because, yeah because like he's already unhinged again he keeps shooting himself up the reagent they never tell you what it is in the movie but it's some kind of drug and he's c- totally unbalanced he's fucking crazy out of his mind and it's always in the same exact spot this weird pimple looking thing on giant his neck. yeah like mole like, or something ugh. it's it's disgusting it's full but yeah so like it's kind of like like the the plot kind of swerves around because as they're Nick and Susan are there t- basically trying to spy on them. Susan finds, like, this room that has, like, this massive gun called the Death Rattler, which oh. is, like, an insta-kill that the, the military, f- dude, that they also sell to the military. This fucking Death Rattle gun, when you point it at something and press the button, it sends out, like, this, like, sonic wave. Yeah, that it was, like, something out of uh, uh, Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, kinda. It it like shoot, yeah, 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 yeah. Or Star Wars in general, yeah, yeah. But the stun ray, but it turns you to dust. Specifically, no, but that's (laughs) what it does in the game too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You fucking shoot it, and like you literally explodes like every atom of your body, and you just blow up into a bunch of shit. Because we get this, we get this shown to us later. Because basically, Stan doesn't realize that Paula is lying to him and setting him up. Cause she's saying, "Oh yeah, do the interview with Nick and just throw, uh, throw David Gale under the bus. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Do it off the record." <laughs> so, it. so he does, and like Nick turns the recorder off. But because why the hell would Stan know this? But David Gale has like this statue that has a microphone inside it, so he's like hearing the whole time how Stan's basically selling him out. But it's also and he's like, like I've been betrayed. <laughs> but it's also a setup, right? Paula like Paula knows exactly. And Paul's like, "What should we do? Kill him?" And he's like, "Yes." <laughs> Well, I I also think Paul is pissed because Stan was, like, reckless when he let the first one out to kill uh, the PR guy that ends up going to kill Ethan also in the opening. Right, right. But also you could just read it as Paula just doesn't give a shit and wants power. And she's just trying to get anyone that knows the secret out of the way, you know? Cause she, she also has like a weird sexual relationship with David Gale where he's like putting her finger in his mouth and then it's implied he's about to finger her, Yeah, but Stan yeah. runs in. Yeah. Or like she's going to finger herself and he's going to watch. Right. It's, um, and then like David Gale has these moments where he like really cracks before he totally goes off the deep end. He's already almost there. Where he's like, Hold me, he hold me. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he's on the phone with like the police chief. Yeah, he says it a few times. I just yeah. want to be held, mummy, mummy. Was this Bob? It now? is Bob. So the Singanor word is out. So this is where David Gale goes fucking off the deep end. And he's like, I want all the fucking Cingenors eliminated. Oh I want them all taken God. out and taken care of. And somebody fix the goddamn air conditioning. He gets an army of shovelers from <laughs> Mystery Men. I swear to God, that's what these guys look like. <laughs> it turns Wait, into- Well, you mean Macy's out from, from the fucking Mystery Men. It turns into aliens for five minutes. And this is like the first uh uh, uh, uh climax that we get. Sure. And you're like, oh, the movie's going to end after False this. False climax Yeah, I don't sure, like man. Those. Uh, where, yeah, this military operation goes on and, you know, Susan and Nick, of course, just happen to be in the room and watch like them get ready. Dude, and they're it's, all pumped up. Dude, they're suiting up and they're, they're going on a fucking bug hunt, dude. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, so they go down to the basement. You know, I'm thinking like there's four or five of these fucking things. Apparently, there's like 20 of them. And these things like really like you need to get like a shotgun, like right up to their face to even do any damage. They're indestructible. They're supposed to be indestructible. The only thing that actually kills these things is uh, water right okay and they're blowing the shit out of these things they're they're well they keep reforming (laughs) yes and so they're they're, or they they heal right because they shock on one of the heads off and they're like all right great and then like (laughs) six seconds later comes and kills a guy it's fucking it's fucking cool man and there's like a whole, there's like a whole grenades they're throwing grenades they're shooting the shit out of these things and uh you know stan and susan are down there and they Uh, end up uh, susan and nick uh, excuse me susan and nick are down there and they end up like crawling through the the uh the air vents again just like aliens. And yeah. then like one comes after him and then there's a fucking grenade explosion. Ah, that was very reminiscent of Alien, but I thought it was cool. Yeah. they chasing him in the vent. No, it's kind of neat too, but like also the shape of their head, he, they have yeah. to keep it down so they can't look straight. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, so yeah, Susan and Nick, Book it the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. And then, there's this running gag where Nick keeps parking in the, the, handicapped, oh, the handicapped spot for some spot. reason. And they tow him the uh, first time. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the second time, like, Susan's like, really? And he's like, oh, I learned my lesson the first time. And he throws, like, a fake, like, note in there, like, he's handicapped. Oh, that's great. Uh, so they run out and they drive off while the alarm's going off. Uh, illegal parking in handicap handicapped uh, parking spot. <laughs> but then, like, the one, the, the final, like, uh, uh, military guy. Because all, all the rest of them get killed, like the leader or whatever. Yeah. He, he's, like, basically going to David Gale, like, oh, we got wiped out. What do you want me to do? And David Gale now has just lost it. And he's like, ah, yeah, c- kill that reporter He's, or like, mumbling to himself and all this stuff. That guy goes, that guy goes down and tries to, like, shoot him. Yeah, Well, and then Donnie's and poor, like, poor oh, Donnie. Donnie's like, okay, now that we're shooting at people, I need to get a new job. And he goes to leave. And David Gale corners him. He's like, oh, oh you wouldn't think uh, it, it would. Doesn't it's like rats sense. leaving a ship yeah. sinking do rats abandon a ship when it's sinking, Donnie? And he's like, whatever you say. And he's like, whatever I say. Pulls blows out a revolver. and away shoots blows him in the, the head. Head, dude. dude, like, there's a bullet hole and blood he's all like, over the place. It's fucking nuts. It's insane. And then David Gale literally, like, holds hostage all his, like, corporate, like, uh, people. And Man. he's like, and he points the fucking baby rattler at them. And Stan's standing there, because Stan doesn't know that, that David Gale knows he, like, ratting on him basically He stands <laughs> eating like a donut like it's, it's very well, reminiscent of Robocop this is the first time we see the gun used, used by the blast. way he's like I had the, uh, the, the the science team loaded for me and everything <laughs> he's like we're gonna figure out What's going on yeah, here? Something stinks in something here. Something stinks in We're all here because we're going to figure it out. Stan has no fucking clue. Stan's eating his fucking donut. With the coffee in his hand. The gun turns around and just vaporizes this fucking well, guy. At first he's like, eh, eh, No, eh, you're kidding, right? Oh, and you you he's going? like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he explodes all over the wall. Dude, it's like menstrual fluid hitting the wall. <laughs> It's disgusting. What? Love it, dude. So but he has it but then David Gale has this weird thing of like he's like killing people but yeah. also stripping them and also putting like party hats on them and masks and well, he's stuff. lost and he's got a fucking rabbit mask like, on at some what point. What are you doing, man? Well, he thinks the company's going to go down because when uh he's like he's like staging it so that he can frame them well the thing is well right he's trying to frame susan and nick because they get away with some pictures of the syngenors Mm -hmm. and that's when he's like oh now that now that everyone knows about it i'm fucking ruined and then that's like the straw that broke the camel's back they also have the cops in their pocket though Right, but but the fact that they like, bring it to like uh uh her uncle's friend Leo, who's a cop, it's yes. kind of like a pushover, like pain in the ass he, in the He fucking gets it good. Uh but so that's why he starts really just losing just starts yeah. shooting people. Yeah. Uh so anyway, just to kind of wrap it up, basically they they remember there's, like, another pod where, where they uncle have, got killed. that they, they, they go to take out, but it's already hatched. They have this fucking sex scene, too. Oh, yeah, they fuck, yeah, of course, is, with Mitchell Lawrence. Now, the, yeah, <laughs> but is, yeah, but this is... He <laughs> turns into a werewolf. It's a right, weapon. well, fucks are like that. <laughs> I, I saw the uh, uncut footage of uh, Dracula. Oh, there you, Bram you go. Bram Stoker's. Yeah. After this big climax where these fucking guys are shooting all the and yeah. all this bullshit, and then we, like, we just hit the brakes, and we're, we have a sex scene, and... Talk was, about climax. yeah. Well, now there's, like, a super it's well, got, like Wow! It looks like it's got, like, this extra, like, back piece and, like, all oh, the yeah. shit on it. Which is why I, I wore, like, a Independence Day t-shirt today. Oh, kind of. It kind of looks like, yeah, when the fucking head open. Yeah, I was thinking about yeah, it that. kind of looks From like From Cavity it. Colors, by the way. Oh, but know? yeah. Um, Use promo code MOVIE DUMPSTER at out at Cavity Colors for 10% off. Yes. Cavitycolors.com slash MOVIE DUMPSTER. Uh, but yeah, I, I also, I don't get to wear the shirt too often because it doesn't really uh, fit. But I was like, yeah, yeah it kind of looks like it. It made me think of that a little bit. Every Independence Day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that super one comes in and uh, they try to run it over with like a car. It doesn't do shit. But but they basically end up back at the. Uh, oh wait, 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 it does like this fucking Trantor ass like troll from Ernest thing where it, like it, its face like comes down on the windshield oh, and like yeah, punches true. through the top and that all that shit. Great. And then, of course, like. Another dumb trope from horror movies, well, and action movies, too, honestly, where they just don't pull over. And it's, like, trying to get him. Yeah. They crash into another car. It's also another Terminator thing, dude. Dude, there's, like, four cars explode. And you're, like, all right, that wasn't that big of an explosion. Then it's, like, an explosion, (laughs) like, twice as big. And this thing just, like, walks over on, you know, not even scratch. Yeah, they get out. And it's, like, Terminator in the first one where they crash into that fucking truck and it explodes. Right, yeah, the oil tanker. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then they're back at the lab everyone's basically dead except for paula and uh this one other guy green wall but they're in their fucking underwear yeah everyone else has been shot in the head and he proposes the idea that oh we'll get the death rattler to kill it right i love how this guy immediately gets taken out and he was like the other guy that that david gale refers to like yeah. in the board meetings yeah and then singin the super syngenor runs into him and just tosses him like rawhead rex and he hits <laughs> like a wall and then it's just like one <laughs> of those shots with his blood on his face and he's just like Dude, they lure the singeors into an elevator, right? And they all, have this, all twenty or thirty of them, and they have this. <laughs> there's like five of them. No, but that's what they say. They, there's twenty of them. They have a. They have the death Rattler pointed at it, and fucking Paul is at the ready at the turret, right? Because they have uh uh Mitchell Lawrence uh, uh, lead them there. Yeah. While David Gale, by the way, is on the intercom. Oh yeah, just mocking them. He's the like, welcome time? to my party. <laughs> We're gonna eat cake, motherfuckers. Oh my God. It's, it's pretty party uh, hats. It's incredible. It's, it's like David yell played unhinged Like nobody else. He, he did play unhinged Like nobody else. Like he is just so fucking fantastic, man. Yeah. All uh, right. One man. of my favorites him. Like I, I'm pissed off that we never got a, a movie with him and Fritz Weaver, oh, like opposite each other. Like that, that, that would have been fucking incredible. That's a good lineup. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So, so they, they line them all up in this like elevator shaft. Yeah. and, There's kind of a scuffle because Paula, like, reveals to Susan that it was... This all happened because she released them because she wanted to take over power at the company because this company needs someone with balls. Yeah, because you think she's, like, a bad guy at first. Then you're like, oh, she's a good guy. And then you're like, oh, no, she's not. she's a piece of shit. (laughs) She's a piece of shit. This is fucking great, though, because she shoots up the fucking elevator and they explode all over the fucking place. Yeah, while Mitchell Lawrence is, like, on the top of the elevator. He looks like fucking uh, Will Smith at the end of uh, Men Men in Black. Black. Yeah, covered in the blue shit. Yeah, covered in goo. Uh so he jumps down and then like another one follows him and she's about to just blast him and the uh monster. It's the super one this oh, time. Oh yeah, right. But Susan is like fuck that and like they they fight over it. <laughs> the gun spins around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this thing goes after Suze or, or uh, Paula. Ends up with Paula and they both get blasted. And this fucking Russian roulette of 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 fucking the death rattler ends up on uh like spin the bottle right yeah, on right fucking on uh the Super Sinjor and Paula. And it fires. And they don't get turned to red mist this time, though. They get turned into a pile of shit. Yeah. But the coolest thing about this is the Singenor rebuilds itself. Very metal beast-like. So it it's like the or fly. It, it, it reminds me of the fly too. Oh, yeah. Because it pulls itself and Paula back together. Where right, they merge. They fucking merge and they're all gross. And they end up walking in on David Gale right who, and now it was fuck- basically now got his yeah. gun or whatever uh trained on uh uh he doesn't have a gun he has a fucking oh, oh, syringe the yeah, syringe he's crazy. totally lost it he's just he's threatening uh, uh nick and, and susan at this nick point Nick comes in to go shoot him and like david gale like wraps his mouth around his fucking revolver uh, i was yeah, like you yeah. crazy son of a bitch and susan's like yeah we don't want to kill you we want to lock you up for life and he's like uh, okay <laughs> But yeah, you're right. Then the super, the super duper, Sing- the super Paula comes in <laughs> super or whatever. Paula comes in. Paula just, Singenor. she's like, Carter. Dude, I, I imagine the pain this poor bitch is in. Maybe. She, maybe she deserves it. She's talking to him. She's like, you're fired. And like oh, crushes yeah. his he fucking head. His head. And then for some odd reason, Susan finally remembers that her, that her uncle was like, oh yeah, water does it. Like pull the fire alarm. Are they, There's some kind of. The, the, the basically the thing about like the uh, the Syngenor, like the promo ads playing in the background on yeah. TV. Oh, they mentioned the de- something yeah, like Desert that. Combat. Yeah, yeah. Born to be fought in arid environments. Yes. And then, yeah, you're right. She just randomly remembers it. And then they turn the sprinklers on and we get this like kind of cool effect where they like kind of invert the colors. There's like a glow on it yeah. as it's melting. It's kind of neat. And it melts into a pile of shit. And it just yells, Carter. <laughs> no, it doesn't do that. <laughs> or, I'm melting. <laughs> Just turns back into a lump of shit on the ground, and then Nick and Susan kind of just let out like a sigh of relief, like whoo, and then they leave. And then like there's like a there's like a misgenre a jump scare at the end because there's one in a tube that hasn't moved the yeah. entire yeah. movie and like opens his eyes, and that's it. Hanging out with fucking tyrant. It's pretty fucking great. Um, yeah. So where's this one go? This is one's this, on the is shelf this easy. shelf or dumpster shelf? Okay. Uh this Give one. Give it was, to me, baby. This one was way better. Um, I like this one a lot. Uh, definitely not the best movie I've ever seen, but like in this style of film, like mm. '90s low budget, but enough budget to do something with it. If that makes sense, yeah. Uh, they really use their money wisely. Uh, the effects are really good. Whenever there's a shot of a lot of these creatures, where maybe the makeup—I mean, I don't know—I I would love to see like what the, each one looked like if they all were as fine-tuned. Yeah. Uh, like with the molds and everything. Uh, but they they smartly throw, like, mist and fog when there's a lot of them coming or or gunfire. Definitely to the benefit of yes, these things. Yes, yes. Yeah. Makes them creepier, it, too. It makes them look a lot better. And a lot of those scenes, like the super one that comes out of, like, Ethan's garage is really cool looking on top of the rest of them. And just that the story overall is very enthralling. Like, that was one of the problems I had with the first one. Not that the story was bad. Yeah. It was just very slow-paced. There wasn't a ton to it. Neither this one me- has multiple things moving at the same time. Like, there's an A, B, and C story. Yeah. And I feel like, generally speaking, they all work. Um, Like, nitpicky shit. If I really had to sit here and start listing them off. Like, the love story angle. Don't need that. Uh, But that's really it, honestly. Like, now that I'm, like, really thinking about it. Uh, it's just really fun I, I would have loved to see some like a little bit more interesting kills uh, considering that there are so many of these things but the plot works well enough that I I, I don't need it it's just something I would like to have sure uh, especially you get that head squish I always love a good head squish oh yeah uh, which will come up in a review <laughs> shortly that we're going to be doing next but yeah I don't I, I don't have much else to say makeup's great I feel like I've said everything I had to say sure. yeah. Uh if you haven't seen either of these movies definitely check them out but Sinjinor if you haven't seen it you need to fire this baby up quick. Yeah, uh, definitely shelf, man. Uh, Singinor was the first one that I was introduced to, and I, fe- I absolutely fell in love with it. And that was like right when I it was like peak time for me to get into David Gale. Oh, yeah. So I was watching the I mean, I watched the like, guy when I was a kid, but like I watched that a lot and I watched Reanimator a lot. And then I was like, fuck, there's another movie with David Gale being a nut job. So I was like, I, I got to see this. you have to, yeah. have to see it. And it just tickles me so much. I I, I just really, a really great early 90s uh, creature feature movie, sci-fi, poppycock bullshit. I wouldn't say splatter, but like uh, creature feature monster movie. Um, Whereas the first this first scared to death is good in its own right for what it is. And it and it it, you got to remember. It's 1980. Oh yeah. So we're coming. We're still kind of like coming right off the 70s. Sure. Right. Which you see in a lot of the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you. That. So a lot of the early 80s movies have that kind of feel mm-hmm. to it. You know what I mean? And that kind of look to it. That gritty, mm-hmm. low budget uh, 70s kind of look looks like early 80s. But this one plays mo- out more like a uh, whodunit, like murder mystery, well, with the characters, with at least, yeah. right, with sci fi elements to it. Right. You know. Um. And I thought that was kind of neat, because the, the all the sci-fi shit is, like, tacked on at the, like, at the very end. True. And it's this, it's like a super dump of of the sci-fi it monster feels shit. Like it almost comes out of nowhere. Like, it works, but it comes out of nowhere. Not comes out of nowhere. I don't think it's got enough room to breathe. Right. And especially because of all that room that we have in the movie where we're not really doing too much, like you said. Yeah. Um. It's William Malone's first movie. It was sh- a low-budget movie. They shot it with three fucking lights. Like... It's yeah. very it's a very good first effort and has and launched basically his career to mm-hmm. do other things and people noticed it because of that. Sinjinor, on the other hand is a slightly higher budget or I would say high it's definitely higher budget mm-hmm. early 90s sci-fi monster bullshit movie where it knows exactly what it is right out of the gate. There's no mystery behind it. There's no there's no whodunits. It's all like, how are we going to throw all these motherfuckers into the meat grinder kind of movie? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and there is some kind of fun stuff where they're like, they're trying to figure out like how to like how to crack the case on Sinjanor and like what Sinjanor is and like bring down the evil corporation. And then on the flip side of that, you have David Gale just being a fucking nutcase yeah. doing just doing the Lord's work in terms of like bringing the goods of insanity oh, and yeah. just like really like. The, some of the decisions in this like I I feel like they let Gale off the leash and they're like well, what do you want to do and Gale just fucking did whatever oh, he wanted yeah. when it came down to like stripping everybody and putting party hats on and all this fucking dialogue and stuff I thought that like that's th- like the G- rabbit mask I know it yeah. was his idea I read Gale's the kind of actor where you want to do that oh, sometimes yeah. and just be like here here there you go do whatever do whatever like you Rick, want Mar- Rick Moranis comes to mind or well, like Eddie Murphy or something yeah, well, like that well yeah he's just he's like a genius in his own right doing his thing and it, it works really well it's just a different kind of movie. All around. Uh, But uh, I I would definitely recommend Sinjinor 100%. I mean, but I would say do the package deal. If you're going to watch one, you should definitely watch the other. Pick up this uh, Vinegar Syndrome Scared to Death Blu-ray. It's a gorgeous transfer of a movie that otherwise looks really bad and muddy. (laughs) Um, I wouldn't recommend watching the VHS. Like, watch the one... I don't want to endorse Tubi to watch for free, but you know, if you don't have the money, that's fine. Cause sure. I really suggest supporting independent companies like Vinegar Syndrome and and buying their releases because they put a lot of love and work into their discs and it's fucking awesome. And it's really good. And 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 all the extras are totally worth price of admission. You got audio commentaries, uh making ofs, all that kind of good stuff. And the and the uh of course the print, the restored print looks great uh for what it is. syngenor on the other hand, I don't even know you might be able to get it online. I didn't look. I don't know if this, I'm sure this elite DVD is out of print, but it's still, it still looks fine. Yeah. It looks good. I it's ripped really it good. for you, yeah. so you could watch it. I do want to see a Blu-ray. Oh, it is, Cingenor is on Blu-ray oh, okay. in Germany. It's one of those jobs. Oh, like ghoulies. Yeah, ghoulies it's in Germany, great. and it, and it runs a minute longer. Which I thought was interesting, and it it boasts the uh, the uncut on the on the German oh. Blu-ray. So I don't have it, and I've never seen A little it. Bit more gore, maybe? Or something. I don't know if you New maybe maybe that that head squish of David Gale. You see the whole thing because it cuts away.
1: Yeah. I don't know, let us know
0: if you have the German Blu-ray release of, of Syngenor, I do not have it, um, but I, I'm interested in getting it and picking it up, because I, I love it, and it would be a nice upgrade to upgrade the disc I'd get it, you know, but yeah the, yeah, these two these two flicks are great, and I'm so glad that we finally got to cover them and talk about them, and uh, and I, we hope you enjoyed uh, kind of putting two two movies in one and see how that works for you guys, and see if you yeah. like that we're not going to do it every time, but in this case was special because of the content of both of these films, and the kind of the history of these films and, together and, and if you like it like let us know so that like if something like this comes up down the road we're like okay that worked last time or not yeah like, yeah we only know what we know right yeah no and, and it's just you know mix it up a little bit you know yes I mean, you know and now i know what this mask is from <laughs> now you can appreciate yeah, mr yeah. sinjanoa exactly yeah so yeah uh spooky season is upon us sean <sighs> okay october finally here october is here halloween is soon and we got a lot of good shit kicking up for the month of October. I'll tell you what. Uh, Trick or Trash is coming back, folks. So here's the thing with Trick or Trash this year. We're not going to be doing a big giveaway. No. And we do, we've do. we done that in the past every year. And, and I know you guys are probably looking forward to it. But um, it's just not on the table this year. But you're still getting Trick or Trash. Yeah, it's We're not s- going away. It's a not, standby it's not, uh, it's event not, month. It's not going away. But... We're not we're not going all out for it this year just because of the circumstances of everything that we've True. talked about multiple times over the past few episodes and live shows. Yeah, check out the live show from the yes. summer live show specifically. We kind of go into why that might be the case. So but we do have some treats, though, because we just Wait, yeah. wrapped up. uh We did a parody uh Halloween in five minutes with Hack the Movies where I play Loomis and (laughs) dr loomis and sean plays sheriff bracket yes um that was a ton of fun to make uh i helped do the i I ran the cinematography for it and all that kind of stuff and helped tony put put that all together so um it we're really proud of that. And so if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go check it out. Please share it for yes. us. Um, We really want to get eyes on that video. And hopefully um, if y'all like that, we'll do more together. So that's kind of the goal there. So if you can help us out and share that video and uh, send it to your friends and family and, and watch it, you know, over and over and over again. Uh, I mean, it's, it's... Get those views up. It's really funny. I mean, I, mean, I know it's I'm really a biased, yeah. but there's that. A I lot of I think it's great. A lot of love went into making it. Mr. Lobos in it. Uh, yes, and his wife Dixie is in it. Uh, Crystal Quinn is in it, of course. Uh, my wife and Jessica and Tony and myself <laughs> and our friend Marshall all play Michael Myers. Yes. <laughs> um. And there's a great behind the scenes blog. Right. Yeah. You yeah. can get on hack the movies patreon um go check it out it's like it's gonna be a long boy so it, it, there's a lot of cool stuff in there there's outtakes and all kinds of making up behind the scenes stuff so definitely check that out it's gonna be cool um but with that being said yes we also have uh we're also going to be on an episode of hack the movies on the the best or worst i'm not sure exactly what he's calling it yes uh halloween 2 which Halloween 2 is the best and or worst? Uh, yes. Specifically, Halloween 2, the the OG. Yes. Uh, if you will. Uh, then what was it? Rob Zombie's Halloween Ho- 2. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 and Halloween 2018. Yes. The three Halloween 2s. Right. Of right. the franchise. The sequels of one, basically. <laughs> uh In yes. the continuity. Yeah. We also have a live event coming up. Oh, yeah, baby. At the Philomoca on October 22nd and 23rd, we're hanging out with Tapes from the Crypt and Retro Release Video for the Crypt Video Rental Show. Yes. It's going to be a fucking blast. Uh, we talked about it on the Pinocchio's Revenge yes. episode. Uh You can get your tickets now at philimoca.org or you can go to moviedumpsterpodcast.com and right at the top of our link tree are links to the tickets. You can get some VIP tickets for both days, which includes uh, a bunch of awesome stuff um uh, there's a tote bag with a bunch of stuff from the sponsors i think there's even dinner at monster vegan philly i'm pretty sure and some other really really neat stuff there's going to be music yes. uh our friend matt cannon from lapses is playing that night their uh heebie-jeebie tv is premiering it's got its east coast premiere and tony from active movies is yes. going to be uh with them presenting that uh geez shutter sponsoring fangoria uh our our buddy josh from lunch me vhs uh God, there's, there's uh, a there's, yeah, there's a lot of there's a ton there. of people uh that are sponsoring it and that are gonna be there. Show some love for uh horror movies in the community, the VHS community, the the uh and the video store. Show some love for the uh you know the old video stores and stuff. It's gonna be very cool. And we're gonna have a fucking blast. Yes. Uh and I guess our first episode of Trick or Trash we should probably announce here. Oh yeah, Trick-or-Trash. We're probably not gonna talk about the whole thing, yeah. but the first one. We got three episodes coming for you for yes. Trick or Trash, and the first one we're kicking off with <laughs> I don't know if one of the, I don't, uh, I, don't I don't know if it's ta- one of the better sequels, but. Uh, you watch the episode to find out when it <laughs> drops. Uh, we're, we're finally, ta- well, we tackled one in the series last year. We're tackling one of the other ones we, I think, had previously hinted of covering. Yes. In uh, Halloween 8, I think it is. Halloween Resurrection. Halloween Homecoming, Halloween Resurrection. Right. Whatever you want to call that. We will get into the deets of that when we cover it. Um, but yeah, look forward to that. Yes. Trick or treat. Motherfucker. Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, we'll be announcing the other two episodes as as we go. Yes, so, yes. so definitely keep an eye out. And uh, we, we have some other things planned that we will announce when they are ready. But yes. uh, like Joe said, we're going to have a bunch of stuff planned for Trick or Trash as it's coming. And, uh, you know, check out that Halloween episode when it drops and anything on our socials to find out more details. For sure. And like always, if you can, please, if you're listening on that podcast app, no matter what it is, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever that may be, uh, leave us a five-star review, please. It helps us get out of the bottom of the dumpsters and into more eardrums. Uh, Get the show out there to more people. If you're digging it, share it with somebody. Yeah, let let your friends know about it. That seems to be the uh, best way to get people to know. Yeah. let let Like-minded people. Uh, you like the show. Your friends will probably like the show. Yeah. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that share button. Yeah. Copy oh, the yeah. link. Post it on your Facebook or your Instagram, whatever. Let us know. I know a lot of you uh, always when they watch the show, they'll they'll record it and like put it on uh, put the picture of the video up oh, on yeah, yeah. Uh, Instagram for like their stories and stuff. So that's awesome. Thank you so much Appreciate for doing that. that. Share the love of Singenor. Share, the, share the Yeah. Mr. Singenor needs love, too, you know. But yeah. And if you want to support us financially, mm. we got that Patreon, baby. We got two, five and ten dollar tiers. gets you commentary tracks, sticker pack, um, junk mail videos, uh, mini-sodes, $10 tier. You get the same stuff, but you get a t-shirt, a glow-in-the-dark pin, and a sticker pack. And the $2 tier will get you junk mails and mini-sodes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, we we got a bunch of that stuff still coming. I know we said that a few times, but uh, we're still playing a little catch-up. But we promise it's coming. We're working on it. We just dropped a big one for y'all. Yes. It's a three-hour video of our live event three hours of sweet movie dumpster content yeah um it's the entirety of the of our live show that we did at the colonial theater for uh magic mayhem Mayhem and and uh, and little Little rubber magic mayhem and little rubber monster i can't even fucking say it anymore He's uh, only said it 100 times. Yeah, i only said it 900 times. Uh, but you also put on there the uh, the drink list, how how to make the drinks we had at the event. You can make you make your, co- check that out. Make the cocktails that we serve there. Get yourself a t-shirt. Super limited quantities and sizes. Yep. Patreon exclusive. Patreon exclusive. And there's an event stickers, too, you can grab from there. Yes. And I believe Davey the Scared Cat DeForne has a, some posters left that right. he made for the show. Exclusive posters of gate of the gate and ghoulies that which, he made. we signed, also. We did. Not that that really matters, but that's on there, yeah. Yeah. The artwork looks great. Oh, yeah. But yeah, a lot of good stuff coming up. So uh, we hope you enjoyed the Scared to Death Sinjinor episode, and uh, we will catch you on the next one. Don't forget your Halloween candy. So that's it. That's Scared to Death from 1980, directed by William Malone and Sinjinor from 1990, directed by George Alangian Jr. I'm Joel Escola. And I'm Sean O'Rourke. Thanks for visiting the dumpster.